0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Plain Ordinary Dragon, the podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you for spending your time with us. Time's the most precious resource any of us have, and the fact that you choose to spend some of yours with us. That's very humbling, and I just want to say thank you. Now, I also want to start today's episode out with what's become one of my favorite segments of the show, which is shout outs. Thanking people for their support of the podcast and for spreading the message and and doing things along those lines. And so Today, I want to start by saying thank you to Emily. Emily has been a supporter of the podcast since the very beginning. Uh, She had one of the very first reviews on iTunes, and she always makes sure to support the podcast and to give feedback, and so I just want to say thank you, Emily. I really, really appreciate your support. Next, I want to give a shout-out to Kirk, and the reason I'm giving Kirk a shout-out is because he wanted to further the message of Plain Ordinary Dragon, so he went ahead and put his money where his mouth is, and he got a couple of Plain Ordinary Dragon mugs. So now they're starting to get out on, on the market a little bit. They're still pretty exclusive. There's only four of them in existence, but they are there and you can get yourself one if you'd like. So thank you, Kirk, so much for uh, going out and supporting the show. It, it, it means the world to me. And so thank you. Thank you very much for that. Now let's move on to some more of today's episode. Every time I, I get on on the podcast and start to talk about things, There's something that I never want to talk about, which is the coronavirus and the COVID-19 disease. hate talking about it. I really, really do. It's not really what this podcast is for. But the funny thing is, is that it has kind of taken over the whole world. This pandemic has started to really seep in everywhere and and you can't really get away from it because, well, most of us are, are locked in our homes, even if we're essential. It's like something that we've never really experienced, at least in my lifetime. I keep thinking back to the times when I was a child and I would talk with my parents about things that they had gone through, especially wars, things along those lines, gasoline shortages, rationing, things that we don't do today as much. Like, we don't really think about it as much. Our our kids, until the active shooter drills came into existence in the last few years, really, even our kids didn't understand what it was like to go through the threat of nuclear war. Nuclear war was one of those things that my parents' generation had to deal with, hiding under desks and alarms and things like that. We really haven't, we've been lucky in a lot of ways because life has been good. It's been so good in some respects that we don't even think about those things. But this is one of the, this is, I hesitate to call it our moment But this is our moment to shine within disaster. I know that sounds weird to say, but it's kind of the topic for today. Today, we're going to talk about seeing opportunity within disaster or opportunity within challenges, because that really is where the human spirit, where humanity really shines. It's not in the moments where everything's great. It's not in the moments where everything's good. It's in the moments where we're tested. It's in the moments where we're challenged. It's in those moments that we have the opportunity to step up and do something even as ordinary people. And so that was what I wanted to to touch on today a little bit, was seeing opportunity in the midst of chaos, opportunity in the midst of disaster and it's easy to focus on the disaster, and it's easy to focus on the emotional response, and it's easy to do those things. But let's, let's think back to previous generations of humans, not just Americans, obviously. Uh, this happens throughout the world, but a- as humans, uh, you know, my frame of reference, my context for this is uniquely American, is uniquely United States of America, because that's where I live and that's where I've grown up. So the things that I can hearken back to and take a look at, like in my grandparents' generation, is their response to World War II and to the Korean War and to the Vietnam War and to the crises that have preceded us. That's where I can draw my inspirational strength from to some degree. In the UK, it's going to be different, right? Uh, your history is unique. And in Australia, it's the same thing, right? It, but you can draw from. The previous moments where humanity has either been threatened or challenged, and you can look and see how did we respond to get past that. And then take those lessons, take what's applicable, and try to apply it to where we are today. I've mentioned it a number of times in in the way that my musician friends have started to do a lot of online shows and asking for tips so that they can continue to, to sustain themselves. But this last weekend, My friends, uh, Bob and Natalie, they did a show and they did it live and they did it for tips, but guess what? It wasn't for them. It was for one of the restaurant venues that supported them for a lot of years, letting them come in and do music and paying them to do it. And, you know, they supported Little Italy's, which is a restaurant here in in, uh, Birmingham, Alabama. And so they took the tips and so forth. And and there, can you see What they did was is they took a moment that's bad for them and bad for the rest of us, too, and they decided to do something good with it. Yes, if you're curious, it's the same Bob Marston that has been on the show before that I'm talking about. And so he and Natalie were able to go in and take a look at a situation and say, how can I help? How can I do something good in the midst of chaos and craziness? Because, you know... All the businesses are hurting. The, the entrepreneurs are really hurting, especially the ones that don't have lots of money in the bank. There's a lot of overhead that goes with running a business, a lot of it. As you may well know, there's a lot of overhead in life in general. And so when you're able to find an opportunity within chaos, you have the opportunity to do good things. And I'm going to use the, I'm going to use the Bob and Natalie uh, explanation here real quick because it, it really is a good example Because what's happening right now is they're doing these live shows and they're going out there and they're doing it for a cause. And in that process, they're going to get to be more well-known. They're going to get more exposure for doing that. And more people are going to be exposed to their music and more people are going to want to listen to them and hear what they have to say, listen to their content, uh, buy their products and so forth. And they are preparing in a way for when when we get past this. Because when we get to the other side of it, people are going to remember, look what they did. They differentiated themselves from other people by doing something for other people. You see, they saw opportunity in the midst of chaos and disaster. And they, and they, and they, they hopped on it. They did it. And that, that is exactly the type of innovation that we need. Now, you may be sitting there going, well, it's not an innovation to do something for a cause. Maybe it's not innovation per se but you understand what I'm saying. It's a different, here's a word I have a challenge with. It it differentiates, it makes them stand out. How's that? It makes them stand out from the crowd when when you do something like that. And so that is, that's the mindset that we all need to have right now. I'm going to continue on with my musician friends' uh, ideas and so forth, because I think they've been pretty innovative in this. But here's, here I'm going to, give you a very quick, easy breakdown on how to, on how to make money in this environment uh, by just having some, by just looking for the opportunity. We all realize we're not playing shows out, out live, right? We all know where, where we are. Here's something interesting to think about. What if you did a live show? What if you were a musician or an artist Artist of any kind, let's say you painted, whatever the case may be, whatever your art is. Let's say you decided that what you were going to do was you were going to do a live show for anybody that, that wants to listen, and you're not going to ask for tips. What you're going to ask for is an email address. And all you have to do is give them your email address, and then you can listen to the, to the live show, right? And then the, that artist can take the email address and add it to their email list. And that will give them the opportunity to reach out to that list with different offerings that they have, whether it's merch or whether it's a membership site or whatever the case may be, what it will allow you to do is as you build that email list, you've probably heard the term email marketing. Well, this is how you would do something like that. You give away something of value to get the email address. You take the email address and you provide value in the emails that you send to the people that you know, like you, they gave you your, their email address so that you could send them Something going forward because that's that's the deal. Now, granted, I'm talking about pure pure marketing here. But here's the thing: now you can have a two-way conversation with your fans, with your customers. It doesn't have to be an artist doing this, of course, right? Maybe uh, maybe you have a business that you sell uh, informational products or something, and you can give away an informational product in exchange for an email, and then that way you can continue to talk to your customers, whether or not you're in person. That's one of the things that I see a lot of a lot of businesses not do gather email addresses and try to provide more value virtually via email to their customers. That is something you can do to differentiate yourself. Now, I'm not saying send people an email every day telling them about how you're dealing with COVID-19. I think we're all pretty tired of most of those emails, even though it is nice to be able to see what is being done. I get that. But You know, I I don't. I don't need an email every single day from any particular restaurant telling me what they're doing. Once is plenty. And so, what a company can do, what a company can do in this time frame, in this weird chaos, is they can try to find a way to build their email list, build their online presence, and while you're doing that, provide value to your customer. If you're a musician, then the value you provide to your customer might be your music. It might be your merch. It might be the connection. That's why a membership site might be really great. It might be the connection between you and your, your customer, you and your fan, you and the, the other person that you have something uh, in common with in regards to whatever the sales or how you how you do your passion projects and things along those lines. It's one of the reasons why I always ask you to subscribe to Plain Ordinary Dragon. And the reason I ask you to subscribe to that email list is because that will give me a chance to be able to talk to you away from the podcast, let you know about things that we're doing that, you know, don't make it into the podcast because there are those things. I know people probably think that I say everything that that there is to say about Plain Ordinary Dragon on the podcast, but that's not true. There's a lot of stuff on the web. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on Instagram, a lot of stuff on Facebook. So there are multiple channels and all of it's being done so that I can find a way to better support you, to better provide value to you. And that's what we should all be doing. You know, let's take a look at the example of Zoom. For many of you you may not even have any idea what Zoom is. Uh, As far as Zoom is a video conferencing platform, Uh, those of us in the podcast community have used it uh, fairly frequently for a while in regards to doing uh, recordings online and seeing people and doing virtual meetings and so forth. Some of the corporate world I, I live in, that I work in, they've been transitioning to Zoom well before coronavirus. Here is a perfect example of what I'm talking about in regards to looking for opportunity within, within disaster, within chaos. Zoom said, look, now that we're all homebound and we need to do video conferencing, we are going to make our product free for this period of time to educational facilities, to these people to these different things. They, they didn't get rid of the existing business they had, but they made it free for a large section of people who had no idea what Zoom was. Now, when we come out on the other side of this, whenever life is however it is, once we get done, whatever the new normal may be, guess what? We're all going to know that Zoom is a video conferencing software that we can use to connect with each other. And there are thousands and thousands of people that didn't know it ahead of time. You see? The beauty behind this is, yeah, sure, they're going to lose some money in the in the short term, but they're not really. They're gaining customers by giving things away, by providing value. But in, in, in a moment of opportunity amongst chaos and disaster, they've done the brilliant thing. It's a lot like, if you remember years ago, you probably don't, but uh, I do anyway, uh, Apple. Apple used to give... Away lots and lots and lots of computers to educational facilities in the idea that as kids grew up using the Apple products, when they graduated, that would be the product that they would want to buy. And guess what? Apple's pretty dominant, isn't it? That's not the only reason, obviously. They had other great products and so forth, but they used the opportunities they could see to be able to provide value. And in this particular case, It's hard to do because we're all scared about the coronavirus or we're all concerned. Maybe not scared is not really the right word, but we're all concerned about the devastation that it's causing. If we spend our time focusing on the devastation it's causing, we're not going to be able to take advantage of the opportunities. We still need to be educated. We still need to be aware. We still need to not touch our face. We still need to wear masks. We need to do all the things we're supposed to do. But in the midst of that, try to pull the focus away from the devastation and the mistakes and the, the upset hatred and, and the emotional peace. Try to, try to step away from that for just long enough to look at the situation in an analytical sort of way. And what you do is you say, okay, look, there is a challenge and there needs to be a solution. What solutions can I provide and who can I provide them for? And the beautiful thing about this, if you're not in business and you want to be in business, this is the time to do it. This is the time to really understand that what you can, there's a couple of things that are just very standard in business. One is, is it's not a matter of getting customers. It's a matter of finding out what customers want and giving that to them, providing value to them. So the best way to do that is to get out there and and provide the value and see what, what they need. And as you see what they need, they're going to fall into certain demographics. And you're going to take those demographics, you're going to take what they need, and you're going to provide more of it and more of it, and you're going to refine it. And guess what happens then? You have a business. You have a product that you have given to the masses over and over and over again. You now understand who your customer is. And when you understand who your customer is, what they're looking for, then you can tweak the value that you're providing and give them the best possible option for what they need, for what they're looking for. And that is how sales should be done. That is how businesses should be built. And we have an opportunity to do that right now because everybody's at home. We can, we can live chat with people. We can stream to people. We can use the technology that we have built in this amazing world to go out and really, really, really find out what people need, what people want. How can we provide that for them? How can we give them that value? How can we do this? We don't focus on the chaos. We realize it's there. We acknowledge it's there. We accept that it's there. The risk is always there in business. But what we're going to do is we're going to look for opportunity to serve in this time. And when you're able to do that, when you're able to find an opportunity to serve in this time frame, once we get past this time frame, once we get out of this craziness, once we get to the other side, you have created yourself a trusted advisor, a trusted friend, and that's what we want. We don't want to be pushing products on people. We don't want everybody to buy a plain ordinary T-shirt just because. We want them to buy a plain ordinary T-shirt because they're going to proudly wear it because it's made a different difference in their life. And when the people ask them about it, they can say, "Look, you are enough. You are amazing." You've got a voice that's important. That's why you should buy a plain, ordinary T-shirt if you like the message, because it is it is a way to provide value to other people, not just yourself. Of course, you, you're going to enjoy wearing it because it's a great T-shirt and it's a great logo, I think. And so you're going to enjoy that piece of it. But what's going to be more enjoyable? It's just like when share when you share music with a friend and they like it. It's a beautiful moment, right? Because hey. Here's some music that really moves me. Here's something that really resonates with me. And then I'm going to share it with you and it's gonna And it resonates with you. Wow. What an amazing feeling. Well, it can be that way with other things too. It's not just music. It's not just a plain, ordinary t-shirt or mug. It's not, it's not just the video game that you buy. It's the things that provide value in your life that you want to pass on to other people. And that's what we should be doing as businesses, putting out things that help other people. That's what we should be doing with the technology is finding a way to provide value in people's lives with it. Not just because it's the coolest thing to have an iPhone or the coolest thing to have a Galaxy S10 or whatever the case may be. The technology for technology's sake is useless. Technology for the betterment of the community, of the society, of humankind, that's where it shines. Just like where humans shine is in the midst of chaos in the midst of depressions, in the midst of all the disasters, that is where opportunity lies. I think it was uh, was it Tony Robbins. One of his quotes was, "In the moments of decision, your destiny is shaped. In the moments of decision, your destiny is shaped." Now think about that for just a second. This is the moment. What are you going to decide, and how is it going to shape your destiny? But not only your destiny, but others as well. Just imagine. What we can do right now. The world's on a reset. Mother Nature is saying, hey, take a step back. Things are happening that haven't happened in the world in many, many, many years. Don't miss your opportunity in this moment of chaos to build a better life for you, your family, and the people around you. Because this is the moment. I want to read one more quote before I'm going to kind of call it a day. There is, you may know her from running for president this year. Her name's Marianne Williamson. And some of the things that she has put out, I think are absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, I don't know whether or not she would have been a good president, but that doesn't really matter because it has nothing to do with this. Here's a quote from her. Each of us has a unique part to play in healing the world. You have a part to play, and so do I. Let's look for our opportunity in the moment of chaos and change the world because it's the only way we can do it. And we can change the world together for better, but we got to do it in community We have got to see where we can provide value and we have to, we have to step away from the emotional gut response of being upset and frustrated and look, look to see what we can do. When you give to others, it gives back to you more than you can possibly imagine. I can't wait to be with you again. But until then, as always, please, please remember, you might be plain and you might be ordinary, but you're a dragon and you can do amazing things. And we can't wait to hear your voice in this world that so badly needs it. Where are the answers to Where are the hopes I need? Answer this for me. Help